0: Hello everybody. Paul Jancarella here from Speaking to Empower." So in other words, I want to empower you by my speaking. <laughs> uh, here to bring you another podcast episode from marketing motivations. And let me tell you something, there are a lot of opportunities. When it comes to marketing motivations, podcasts, you just put your seatbelt seatbelt on. If I could speak, buckle up, we're going to go for a ride and it shouldn't be too bumpy in the beginning, maybe the middle, but in the end, you'll know where we're going. Okay. Coincidence is when God chooses to remain anonymous. And that's a cute little way of saying that, you know, God's in it all, folks. Every single piece of our lives, God is there. Even the tragic deaths, crime, um, dissension, and naturally the good things as well. But God gives us Free will, and it's not my free will that a drunk driver uh, killed my friend. However, it's what we do with our free will with that situation that happened. Um, that that is the the key. Benefit, You know, the circumstances that we face in our lives sometimes are inevitable, but how we respond uh, makes a world of difference. And again, you can respond in a negative way sometimes, but, but bounce back from that, you know. Uh, any uh, healthy person would tell you that losing a loved one, tragically or not tragically, is still difficult to do but how we respond to it is is key and um, I don't want to say that I eulogize my wife or children or family members but I try to prepare myself mentally for what may be in store and sometimes you, you you can't possibly Because the point I'm trying to make is that it's much easier to handle things when you can expect or anticipate them than it is to be thrown into a situation that totally gets you by surprise and you're just, you know, flooded, overwhelmed, and just um, bombarded with, with sadness, anger, regret, whatever it may be. But understand that the response, whether it be from a death row inmate to a loving mother of three, that is now two, um, you know, you can learn a lot from it. And that's... That's pretty much all I want to say about that. Cause that's, I'm going down the wrong path here, as far as, as far as the uh, melancholiness of this of this podcast podcast episode. Uh, so, that was item number one, uh, and it, and that was basically um, a, a, a you know a joking one, you know, a little a little humor. Coincidence is when God chooses to remain anonymous, uh, and I went, down, I went down the negative path, <laughs> you know, the, uh, the doldrums of, of, of quotes sometimes. Earl Nightingale, a um, turn-of-the-century, well, I should say turn-of-the-21st-century um, icon, if you will, with personal development, and a mentor to Bob Proctor, um, he had this to say, Learn to enjoy every minute of your life. Be happy now. Now, that may be a little bit too much in the spoon for you to swallow. And and what I mean by that is, you know, learn to enjoy every minute of your life. Your job promotion, your wedding, the birth of your children, uh, friends, celebrations, it's not too hard to enjoy every minute of those things. But it's the uh, broken relationships, broken hearts, uh, the um, ill will that you've been uh, infected by, uh, the uh, deception, deceit, what, whatever you want to mention. That's difficult to be an uh, enjoyment with, and I'll give you an example. Every is it every Friday morning? It's going to be every Monday and Friday. Um, I jump on the treadmill for twenty minutes and just you know beat myself up. It's really difficult to find or to enjoy that. You know that's really not pleasurable. Uh, it's more painful, borderline suffering, really, um, that, that I go through. But I do it for a better good. And, you know, our kids will understand that as well. Why, you know, when we are restrictive in our, um, our graces, if you will, they'll understand why when they get into their 20s, you hope. So learn to enjoy every minute of your life. And that's a thought. Because what makes you miserable is the same thing. A thought acted upon, regurgitated upon, thought about, and you're like, oh, yeah. Jeez, wait a minute. Why wasn't I upset with that guy earlier on, you know? We can do that to ourselves. You know, positivity and bring a negative thought and replace it with a positive one. Because it's tough to get rid of a negative thought and replace it with nothing, because another negative thought will jump in there. So, be happy now, not be happy when, be happy now. I'll be happy when I get off the treadmill lose some weight, or I make X amount of dollars a year, have a new job, um, have a a new wife. (laughs) I'm kidding, joking about that one. My wife doesn't listen to these things anyhow. Uh, So you folks know where I'm coming from, where I should say where Earl Nightingale is coming from, and it it put a good good message uh, to me this morning. Uh, Darren Hardy today in his Darren Daily uh, video email his title was, when to, te- when to Talk and When to Shut Up and Listen. And boy, do I need that. I need to know when to talk. <laughs> uh, here's how to get immediate buy-in from anyone on your team. 99% to 1%. That's generally the ratio uh, and Darren says, I don't want to give too much credence to the 1%. It probably should be 0.8, 0.6, maybe even 0.5. But 99 to 1 is he's willing to um, compensate with. And the 99%, as you sure have guessed, was the inquiry and asking questions. That was the um, inquisitive aspect of your, your life. The 1%, yes, is making speeches and declarations. The jankerella, which is myself, my ratio is also 99 to 1, except that I tend to make speeches, uh, speeches and declarations a little bit too much than the inquiry and asking uh, qualified questions. And Darren says asking the right question will go far and wide in life, not just in business. And people will support what they believe they helped co create. So if you bring someone into the, the aspect of things that has had some say or some uh, insight, they'll take a little bit more courage mentally and buy into perhaps what you're trying to accomplish as a manager, supervisor, director, CEO, whatever it may be. So include other people. And as a leader, you don't need all the answers, but you must know the right questions to ask. And that's a problem for some as well. You know, I mean, they have the ratio down, but the you know the inquiry and the asking questions—they're not so much the right questions, you know. And that's what we need to learn to do. Uh, Questions draw great ideas if you ask the right ones. And like anything else, uh, the more you ask, the more you practice, the better you'll become. And it's, it's important to not just, uh, do it when you punch the clock. It's important to do it with your spouse, your children, your friends, uh, your, your, your acquaintances, your engagements that you have, uh, at the gym, at church, whatever have you. You know, asking the right questions Mm -hmm. can prove to be uh, extremely beneficial. And the insight of the day today, happiness is found in doing, not merely possessing. You know, a lot of us think that we'll get happiness when we buy the house, the car, get the job, fancy clothes, whatever they they may be, whatever the material possessions may be. And they may bring you uh, some temporary pleasure, but true happiness uh, they don't seem to bring. And the reason being is because there's really nothing inside them. You know, for me, and as for many people, it's the relationships and the bonds that you establish with other people. And you can have the best of both worlds. You can have this and that. It's not either or. So you can have the fancy car, uh, exclusive clothing, Big home, in great friendships, you know. But it's in the doing, it's in the action. That's where the happiness is found. It's in the journey, you know. Joy is in the journey. Well, same thing applies here. And that was, you know, Napoleon Hill, who was a renowned author and really. Uh, An entrepreneur in and of himself Interviewing over 500 millionaires Back at the turn of the 20th century So um, The dynamic Catholic today Their message We all matter to God All of us do Whether you realize it or not And I think the sooner you realize that The better off that you will be uh, Because there's a lot of people that live a full life I say full, but live a long life uh, without realizing that they're loved by God. And it's, it's sad. But once you realize this, kindness comes easier. It's much easier to be kind to someone when you know you're loved by the eternal God. And uh, lastly, change. Change is inevitable. And I, you know, like many people kind of hate change. I get kind of comfortable in whatever I'm doing or I get comfortable in my particular schedule, but change is inevitable. Growth is optional. That's where things can go down the toilet without any growth. No growth is going backwards. So we need to, we need to have growth. And that was um, pretty much it in a nutshell today. I did want to leave you with, uh, I spoke to a cable operator for my TV, phone, internet called... And said, "I just want you to know we're on a recorded line." I said, "Holy cow, that's fantastic! We are going to make a lot of money with this recording." And she kind of chuckled, and she asked that why I'm not going with their service. And I told her because I'm getting it less expensive through another another uh, service with another company. And she's like, "Well, we have some other discounts. I don't know if they told you, like your occupation, if you're a healthcare worker, or, you know." Uh, Hospital worker, or, you know, first responder, those, those types of things. I said, "Well, my wife waits tables and is a uh, an administrator uh, in a accounting office." And I said, "And I'm a an exotic dancer." <laughs> and it was just the silence. She's like, "Okay." he said, Deborah, I said, "I was just teasing you." I said. Um, I don't think we qualify for any occupation uh, engagements. But I try to make light of a situation sometimes. And in, in, that, in that case, it was successful. You know what I mean? We, we, we hit it off. I found out she's from Oklahoma. I'm from Rhode Island. I've never been to the state of Oklahoma. But, you know, making small connections like that, you have no idea where it's going to go from there. But I pray to God that she doesn't hang up the phone with me and go home and beat her kids. I don't think I put her in that type of a mood. Maybe I put her in a jovial type of mood uh, where she can, or maybe she doesn't even remember who I am, but I remember who she is. And that's where she comes into my rotation tonight when I pray at 7.30. So things like that, folks, incidental contacts with people, they're going to make a big difference, I think. I truly, truly believe that and hopefully you do as well. With that said, I will plan on checking in with you tomorrow, Lord Willen. In the meantime, be well, stay well. We'll talk to you soon.